And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the only podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. We are back. I got to hurry up and do this. Uh, there's some type of more construction outside, okay? And it is the loudest machine that I've ever heard in my life. That's right by my window. It's not a lifter. It's not a dropper. It's not a digger. It's something that sounds like uh, if you have a PlayStation 4, <laughs> just leave it running for more than an hour, and it sounds like a jet engine. It's like, and it's monotonous, and it keeps going on like that for a minimum of five to ten minutes. It did it early this morning, and I was watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it did it uh, for about five to six minutes uh, while I have been here um, setting up this recording. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to do this. If you didn't know, this is... Uh, what is this show called? <laughs> the Constitutionals. It's a podcast where I sit down by myself in front of two cameras and a microphone. And I chat. Uh, I got an audition up recording. <laughs> Just describing. Oh, no. Here it comes. It's doing it again. This is insane. I don't know what to do. I'm already in the middle of recording. Uh, you can definitely hear it. That's annoying. Uh, and that is uh, embarrassing. Maybe I can fix this myself. Maybe I can just throw a pillow up against the window. I don't think that'll help. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> I'm going to keep going, though. We'll keep going with everything that's going on uh, outside. And maybe maybe it won't be as bad. Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can turn this down. Nope. <laughs> this isn't helping. <laughs> Nothing I do is helping. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm so sorry to the uh, the six listeners out there that uh, believe that this is annoying. I started recording. I thought they were done. They ended, and then they put they had like a f- like seven hours. They started. They did it at like seven thirty this morning when I got back from the gym, and there was like a seven hour gap. It's now eleven fifty six. I don't know how math works. There's a four hour gap, so they definitely could have not done this for at least two more hours. Isn't it lunchtime? Go to lunch, guys. Maybe I should wait. Maybe I should wait to do this. Maybe I should stop talking. Who knows? Who cares? All right. Let's hop right into it. Just we're already in the middle of doing this. I'm not going to pause this stupid show. Uh, oh, crap. I got <laughs> to do this thing. <laughs> I got to do a timer. <laughs> Nothing's going right. <laughs> okay. Let's get into this. Let's talk about for this first half of this show. We're going to talk about... <laughs> Try to really try not to pay attention here. We're going to talk about uh, Spotify and Hulu and how they have how many subs both of them have. Uh, one's a leader in the music streaming business, and one is third place when it comes to uh, video streaming. I'm sorry. Yeah, video streaming. Is that it? Yeah, to video streaming. So let's dig into it. You know, and it's even on cardioid too. So hopefully, uh, the microphone. Hopefully, it's not picking anything up. Forty-one seconds into this show, this is when <laughs> the camera says, "What the uh, what you cause is." Okay, so Spotify is the first to a hundred million paid subscribers, and now by first, I mean that this is the first music streaming service that is to a hundred million paid subscribers. Uh, this is from The Verge, written by John Porter. Uh, the sub lead is compared to fifty million for Apple Music. 
Uh, more than 100 million users worldwide now pay for Spotify Premium, the company announced. Spotify reached the milestone by growing paid subscribers by 32% year on year, including free subs. Spotify now has a total of 217 million monthly active users worldwide. Uh, now, that's a very important million monthly actors, active people. Uh, some there are people like me who probably have an account with Spotify, but don't but use another service like uh, somebody could use Apple Music or Google Play Music, which is what I use, and they can have an account and definitely not, you know, open the app or use it on their computer at any point uh, within you know a month a month time frame. Um, so then there's definitely more more people like that. But these are millions of 217 million monthly active users. That's a lot of people for one service. Uh, I don't know how much, how many Netflix has, but they don't have a free service, so there you go. <laughs> Globally, the numbers put Spotify well ahead of Apple Music, its closest competitor, who reportedly had 50 million paid users worldwide. It's dying down. It's dying down. It only took like three minutes. At the beginning of April. However, in the U.S., Apple's, stream, Apple's music streaming service is winning, according to the Wall Street Journal, with 28 million subscribers compared to Spotify's 26. Now, I think, I wonder, I wonder how many of those people are Android users, and I also wonder how many of those people are just using it on their computer. Because um, Spotify, for, uh, for Apple, they, have, they already have the built-in user base with their phones. This is not an iPhone. This is a Pixel. But they do have this built-in universe. Uh, uh, this 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 universe with their phones, um, and you know people can just open up the music icon and then boom, everything's right there. Whereas for Spotify, you have to go seek it out. You have to know it exists, go seek it out, and then download this app and set up an account and everything. The same thing for Google Play Music. If it's already on the phone, then people are going to use it. Although not a lot of people use it. I use it for the uh, for the for YouTube. Because I watch a lot of YouTube videos, uh, a lot of, a lot of, just a lot of tech stuff, <laughs> just a lot of tech reviews. That's pretty much it. Uh, some dude, perfect, perfect, all that stuff. Gus Johnson. Any hoosers. Spotify's latest earnings also further eliminates the company's podcasting ambitions. The company said says it intends to develop a better advertising model for podcasts, which will include better. Here it comes. It's starting back up. Uh, quote, targeting measurement and reporting caper capabilities. I really, I wonder, this suggests that, all right, here, they, they might answer the question in this next sentence, so I should keep reading. This suggests the company plans to develop ways of letting podcast producers place different ads in a podcast depending on the user tar being targeted, similar to ads being targeted during ad-supported music listening. So basically, uh, targeted ads. This is the thing that people don't want, but if you use a free service, I mean, you should expect ads. If you're using the lesser paid service, you, you expect ads, all this stuff. Targeted ads aren't, you know, bad. Uh, obviously, if it's going to connect, it's going to be connected to the internet, you're going to get some type of adular comeuppance from that side. <laughs> I, if, if, you, if you listen to podcasts using Spotify, uh, which I understand, it makes sense. It's a built-in player. It's right there. It's got everything you need. Right there, you don't have to download a whole other thing. Uh, then you really this this is the this is a boon for them, uh, and it, I mean I guess it works for you too. Uh, whenever if I pull up Spotify right now on my laptop or my phone, I do get ads that don't pertain to me, but then I also get ads that uh, it's dying down again. I do, but I also get ads that 
are something that's I wouldn't say based on my search history or whatever, but because uh, again, I'm I'm not searching for much. I'm just searching. I know what websites I'm going to. I have the bookmarks. What, what's the last thing I search for? Let's see. Google I/O 2019. <laughs> yeah, I searched for that about two minutes ago. Uh, TSA Precheck. Yu-Gi-Oh! The Dark Side of Dimensions. It's a movie. <laughs> I, saw it on, I saw it on Hulu. I was like, all right, let's, 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 see, let's watch the trailer. And then Pokemon Black-White Movie Differences because <laughs> I watched the Pokemon <laughs> Black movie. <laughs> I am a child. I am a child. This is, And that was all within the span of the last uh, few hours. So you can get a sense of, 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 the, of the ads I should have, you know, some type of... Uh, anime inspired ads or pokemon ads um i also started watching one punch man i watched the first episode uh, dubbed of course because i don't like to read when i'm watching tv and and i it's a, it's a fun show i enjoyed it a lot it's a very quirky show spotify recently acquired the podcasting companies gimlet media anchor and podcast and offer it currently offers a quarter of a million podcasting titles on the streaming platform by the end of this quarter, Spotify says it expects to have 222 to 228 million users, including between 107 and 110 paid subscribers. Uh, one of my favorite things about Spotify is that they're always working with other companies in order to get uh, subscriptions to their business. Uh, they'll offer, especially like over the summer, Spotify by themselves, they'll offer um one dollar not over the summer over the summer and over like near christmas they'll do one dollar for three months and then you can have spotify premium for one dollar for three months they have student pricing which is five dollars or six dollars and in that student pricing you also get hulu with ads which is great and then you also get uh and then hulu with ads isn't bad you pay six bucks and you get you get to watch all these different shows and movies and uh the shows they have uh at max at max three minute ad breaks and that's fine who cares there you you don't make the tv shows you're paying six dollars for it it's better than paying three hundred dollars for uh cable this microphone is really high now (laughs) it's a very high microphone (laughs) okay oh my gosh see i didn't even notice that the sound came back on i knew it was going to come back on i heard it ramping up uh and Spotify, uh, and one one of the things that they mentioned in this in this uh, this article, this John Porter guy, on the Verge, one of my favorite things that Spotify has done is that they would release, they would say, hey, here's a you use Spotify for a month, you get a family account, then we'll we'll get you a Google Home Mini speaker, and it's worked for a lot of people, and that's great. So Spotify, more power to you. I, re- I remember years ago, uh, Google was going to option to buy Spotify. And then I think Spotify said no, or Google bowed out. I want to say Spotify said no. And now Spotify is where it is. It's profitable at, for music. It's the only profitable streaming company that I know of. Uh, it's got all these subscribers. It's, and it's, it's, it's doing gangbusters. Uh, and, and Google's, and Google's Google Play Music is, uh, I use this in the most loving term, knowing that I use it every single day when I go take a shower, when I work out, uh, it's trash. It's horrible. Then now they're trying to do this YouTube, to switch to YouTube music. Uh, that was supposed to be months ago and it's still, we have no word on it. Hopefully we'll hear about it at Google IO 2019 next week. Maybe I will talk about that then. Uh, anyway. 
Uh, Hulu, this is from CNBC, written by Megan Graham. Hulu reaches 28 million subscribers and announces new Marvel shows and ad formats. Uh, this is from the news upfronts, I believe, that are that happened yesterday, and they're going on to today. Uh, you know the upfront, or today, today, today's Wednesday. They would go on to the rest of the week, uh, or the rest of the month. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I haven't done upfront coverage in years. Uh, you know, so upfronts are um, where they happen twice a year, uh, the beginning of the year, and then the middle of like the winter break, and then at the summer break, the start of the summer break. Uh, where TV networks get together and they're like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we're planning for the rest of the season. And you get to see uh, into into the new shows. You get to see into the ads. You get to see into how things work. Uh, I love Outfronts. They're cool. I would, I would love to participate in one. Uh, <laughs> but this is uh, Hulu, uh, as, as Spotify has done before. Uh, Hulu's reached 28 million subscribers. It's done. It's doing really well. It's not, you know, compared to Amazon and compared to Netflix, it's not doing the best. But it's doing great for what it is. For bringing you the broadcast TV shows that you need, that you love, uh, the next day, for bringing you great indie films, um, things that you know, Netflix hasn't done <laughs> in uh, a couple years, uh, things that Amazon has yet to do. Uh, so that's great. You know, these all these things are hidden. These services are hidden straight niches, different niches, what they say. Uh, key points from the article. Hulu made a slew of announcements Wednesday in a presentation to advertisers. The streaming company plans to roll out a binge advertising experience, which comes as advertisers are increasingly seeking to reach customers in a way that doesn't annoy them or disrupt their experience. Hulu said its total customer base is now made up of 26.8 million monthly paid subscribers with 1.3 million uh, promotional accounts, reaching a total of uh, 28 million. Who are these promotional accounts? And why don't I have one? I have been touting Hulu for years. Oh, wow. The GoPro is dying. The streaming service also announced uh, new original shows based on Marvel Comics characters. Uh, so I believe Ghost Rider and Hellstorm are getting their own TV shows. So there's that. But this ad thing is very interesting to me. Let's uh, talk about it. The binge ad advertising experience comes as advertisers are increasingly seeking to reach customers in a way that doesn't annoy them or disrupt their experience. This new format will, quote, make uh, make it possible for marketers to binge, uh, to target binge viewers with a creative, with a creative that is situationally uh, re relevant to their viewing behavior. We don't know how it's going to work, <laughs> uh, but... Some think Hulu will let advertisers sponsor a limited interruption binge session of a show. I wonder if that means that if you have the ad-supported version of Hulu, maybe instead of a three-minute break, you'll get like a, a one-minute ad in between the shows that you watch. Uh, so like if you're watching... Um, if you watch two episodes of Property Brothers in a row, maybe in between those episodes of Property Brothers, you'll get one to three minutes of ads. Uh, I don't know. Hulu also offers pause ads, which appear when a viewer pauses their content on Hulu, which is fine. That's another thing. Great. Uh, stop sitting down and watching 19 episodes of the show. But if you but if you do, you get you pause it, you get up and go pee, 
uh, and then you'll you'll come back and you'll see like Glade plugins, you know, across the screen. That's fine. Uh, the company said it's expanding the availability of those pause ads beginning in August. The company is expected to provide more detail on how pause ads and binge ads will be displayed during its news front presentation in New York on Wednesday. That's today, baby. Uh, maybe I should have held off on this, but this is the only chance I would have gotten to record this show. Um, okay, so that's great. Yeah, Hulu's Hulu's definitely doing well, especially now that uh, the price has dropped to six dollars for the ad supported version, and Disney Plus is coming out at some point in the, the fall. Uh, and now, and now Disney's going to be able to give it its full attention, um, especially with it being the adult version of the streaming networks that it has that disney has it's gonna it's gonna be great and uh maybe we'll have maybe it'll have a skinny bundle skinny bundles again don't do too hot uh they're not gonna do too well i don't i don't know if i mentioned on this show maybe it was on news time but skinny bundles aren't predicted to do the best in the world but it's fine we'll figure it out uh espn plus is five dollars hulu uh, who, what it used to be called Hulu Plus, and but now and then it, then it dropped Hulu Plus, and now Apple TV Plus and Apple News Plus and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, all these pluses exist. Hulu could have Hulu was real uh, the real front runner in that. Uh, but maybe maybe ESPN Plus five dollars, Hulu uh, six dollars, uh, Disney's Disney Plus is eight dollars, seven dollars. Excuse me, so seven uh, plus. <laughs> I can't do math right now. Hold on. Seven, <laughs> seven plus seven, <laughs> yeah, six. No, it's five nine nine. Seven plus thirteen, eighteen dollars. So maybe they'll do fifteen dollars, and you'll get everything. Maybe I'll be able to access Disney Plus on Hulu. That would be great. Maybe I'll be able to access ESPN Plus on Hulu. That would be great. I've been very itchy for the past, I would say, three months. Uh, all on my leg. It's not shingles because I think I've had that before. <laughs> Uh, Hulu's got some new food centric programming because people like that and a series starring Kate McKinnon about Elizabeth Holmes. All right, great. That's going to be good. Uh, listen, that was the first part of this podcast. Let's get on to the second part of the podcast and I'll see you in a bit. Welcome back to the show. This is the constitutionalist podcast. If you're listening to this live, uh, hello, (laughs) what are you doing in my house? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what's been going on with me uh i've been getting a little bit lazy with this news time and constitutionals thing uh admittedly news time is coming out on a wednesday today which is today that i'm recording this uh i just couldn't get i couldn't get it written and i couldn't get it shot uh for a, a lot of factors mostly because i'm insane and i don't want people to be around when i'm recording these shows <laughs> and i mean it's it's embarrassing to have you know to need as much time and uh, to be as loud as I need to be um, with this with this stuff, and uh, I just don't want people here. It's fine, you know. I get chastised about it by uh, the lady friend in my life. Um. Oh, but good news. I have a job. I have a real, not a part time, not a freelance. It's a real salaried position. I'll be starting it on Monday. I got the call during uh, my part-time job about two weeks ago to interview, and I interviewed, and then I said a thank you. Well, not two weeks ago. It was last week. Yeah, no, no. It was two weeks ago because it was on a Thursday uh, that I interviewed last Monday. I sent the thank you email follow-up that evening, and then 
yesterday, two days ago, I made the call on Monday. And I was like, I was like, you know, just just check. I was like, hey, just one thing. I'm interested. He's like, ah, okay, you got it. And I was like, great. So yeah, it's gonna be my first salary position. I'm very excited. It is back in television. Um, it is. Uh, I don't want to use this term, but it is the bottom rung of the ladder. But who cares? It is salaried. It's it's way more than I have made at the past uh, five jobs I've had put together. And and the last job I had, uh, the freelancing at the Weather Channel, that was that was more than the past six jobs I had put together. So this is a good job. <laughs> it's it's not that much, guys. Uh, but I'm very excited. I can't wait to do it. Uh, of course, these shows will continue because I have nothing else. Uh, no creative, no other creative outlets um, <laughs> in my life. Uh, I I write, I do these shows, and then that's it. That's what I love to do. Those are the creative outlets I have, because uh, I can't. I don't do stand up anymore. I haven't done stand up in a minute, and also I don't want to. So let's get on with the second part. Uh, we're gonna talk about Netflix and more ads. Speaking of ads, for the last one, Netflix will have no choice but to run ads. Industry exec says from Megan Graham again over at CNBC. Key points: Netflix has said it doesn't want to run ads, but industry experts say Monday that it might have to if it wants to grow. Ad executives from YouTube and J.P. Morgan Chase implied during a panel at IAB's digital content news fronts that Netflix would have no choice but to start displaying ads and that Netflix is recruiting people to help grow the business. Several other streaming services, such as Hulu, offer both ad-free and ad-supported versions of the services. This is what I've been saying for a very long time. Uh, if you go to if you go to Reddit, if you go to Twitter, uh, Facebook, people uh, always say, uh, I love Netflix, and the reason I, this is this is what they sound like because uh, they complain on the internet. I love Netflix, and the reason I love Netflix is because they don't have ads, and if they have ads, I swear to God, I will end my membership. Uh, but the thing is, if you want them to continue to grow and to make things like the OA and Altered Carbon, is that what it's called? Carbon Altered or Altered Carbon? Uh, if you love shows like The Ozark and um, uh, Shira, The Princesses of Power. Uh, which I love. I love that show so much. It's such a good show. Uh, <laughs> Pinky Malinky. I'm just naming children's things now. <laughs> um, All Hail King Julian, you know, even though that show ended like two years ago. <laughs> if you want them to continue doing... And then, you know, we have shows overseas. The things in India, the shows in Africa, the shows in uh, Germany that were made just for those countries in France. If you if you want those, if you want those to continue to grow... Uh, and you don't want Netflix to charge you forty dollars a month. It's go- you're going to have to at some point uh, have a concession uh, that includes getting ads. Uh, I love. I've said this before on the show. I believe is that Amazon. When you open up the app on the phone, I'm gonna go ahead and do this. I think I opened it previously, so I gotta close everything out. Yeah. Uh, but when you open up the the app on the phone, you get a tiny. <laughs> You gotta be kidding me. The one time I do it and it doesn't do it. Uh, you open up the app on the phone. Of course it doesn't do it, stupid thing. Uh, you open up the app on the phone and you get a trailer for a new show or a new movie that Amazon is promoting. It's one of their originals and it's a 30 second trailer. Uh, it only plays it, it's a pre-roll. It only plays it for like two or three seconds before it tells you, oh, hey, you can exit out of this, by the way. Two or three seconds is fine. I'm not in a hurry to go, I'm like, I'm like I gotta watch the new season of Bosch on my phone, and it, and it loads up easily. Um, Netflix, you know, 
Netflix does intrusive things. They have these, uh, whenever you, you highlight over a show or a movie, it plays a little trailer. That's fine. Or it starts playing an episode or starts playing the movie. That's fine. You know, that's annoying, but it's fine. It's not the worst thing in the world. Uh, it's, it's very important to note that you do not own any part of Netflix. You're only paying 12 to $15. And to be, you're only paying, hold on, let me finish this thought. You're only paying 12 to $15 to access this service. If Netflix wanted to uh, get rid of uh, acquisitions entirely and just have original shows and movies, you wouldn't, ball, you, you should not bat an eye because it's none of your business. Uh, and speaking of which, they should do that. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> I should have, I should have just continued on with my thought. Uh, but you don't, you don't own a part of Netflix. You are nobody. You, you are somebody who, and you probably share your password with seven other people. So really it doesn't, you don't matter. You just, just pay the money, just shut up and watch the shows and the movies. It's fine. Uh, so let's continue on this article. Uh, so Netflix, of course, has said it doesn't intend to do ads. Um, and it's very important that these are that J.P. Morgan Chase uh, <laughs> executives from J.P. Morgan Chase, less so, uh, but more so YouTube. It's more it's very important that they know uh, YouTube. T, I think YouTube Premium is going to be dropped entirely, except for the namesake, and it's going to have shows. Uh, it's the same shows from YouTube Premium that are on there right now, uh, previously YouTube Red, but they're going to be ad supported on YouTube. There's no more YouTube Premium. Um, which is great. Uh, so now you're going to be able to watch Cobra Cry Kai, which is a great show. Uh, watch that, but with ads. Uh, fine. It's a you and it's free, and you're not paying for it. Um, but they know. They know. This is what YouTube should have started out as. They should have just done ads with these premium crap in the first place. Uh, it's not crap. A lot of shows are good. J.P. Morgan Chase CMO Kristen Lemkow said consumers would be open to ad-supported options if those options are transparent and customers understand the value of exchange. Truly, truly, like if Netflix and Netflix is running out of deficit, a huge deficit, and they lose money hand over foot, but they still get all these subscribers because it's so cheap. It's still $12. When it gets to $15 and that's the base price, then there's going to be an issue. The consumer wants choice and they want something that creates value for them. To that extent uh, that you've got the subscription version versus the non-subscription version, consumers will take the trade-off, Lemkow said. She spoke about the biggest thing that happened in TV last night, referring, oh, to the Game of Thrones episode. It wouldn't have worked with ads. That piece of content, that type of storytelling couldn't have happened with ads. The army of the dead are at the wall and we're still fighting uh, among the houses. Hulu does ad supported again for six bucks. Uh, it costs twelve dollars without ads. CBS All Access does the same exact thing. I think it's five dollars uh, with ads and then twelve without ads. Joshua Lowcock of media agency UM said, "Though there's been a move toward getting rid of ads, it will go back the other way." Lowcock is global brand safety officer and U.S. digital, <clears throat> U.S. chief digital and innovation officer at the agency, owned by Interpublic Group. Here's a quote from him. We grew up in a digital in, uh, in digital, believing that we should inject ads everywhere and every moment we could. And that's why you've seen ad blockers and a move to ad-free environments. I think there will be become a uh, tipping point where ads come back. Netflix is ad-free now. I can't imagine a world where Netflix will, Netflix will be ad-free forever. If you look at their current uh, if you look at their content costs, that's where addressable advertising and new ad formats will come in. They're spending $15 billion, and I know this because I just wrote news time. They're spending $15 billion on ads, Netflix alone, fifteen not on ads, on new shows and uh, new movies, uh, with 85% of that 
capital of that $15 billion going towards the originals. Uh, whereas Disney and uh, Apple, Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus are getting only are only dropping one billion. Now, obviously, they don't have to have acquisitions. Disney's going to have a catalog of shows and movies, and Apple uh, TV Plus is just going to be a bunch of new things um, that are going to be trickled out. Uh, but the important thing is they're not going to spend every dime in their bank account because they they can. Uh, that's that's why that's why Movie Pass died. That's why Cinemia died because they weren't able to well, movie pass was, you know, smooth talking its way into capital, you know, Mitch Lowe and his friends, but Cinemia couldn't get the capital because they just there's just no profit there. The entrance of new streaming players like Apple and Disney were a point of discussion in Netflix's shareholder letter recently. In it, the company claimed it didn't anticipate, quote, these new entrants will materially affect our growth because the transition from linear to on-demand entertainment is so massive and because of the differing nature of our content offerings. This is very interesting. Okay, so there we go. Uh, Netflix is going to have ads at some point, and you just can't freak out about it. It's uh, it's truly it's fine. Truly, it is fine if you expect it, and Netflix does it, in an, and they're going to do it, and they're going to. I expect them to do it in the same way that Amazon does it. We open up the app, you just get a little small little trailer. You can exit out at any time, uh, or. Amazon, whenever you start a show or a movie on Amazon, and it has to be original, there's they play like a 30, or uh, Showtime does it, HBO does it. They play a 30-second to minute-long trailer of, a, of an original show or movie, and it's fine. You can, you can fast-forward past it. It doesn't matter, but they both do it. I think Stars does it, but I'm not entirely sure. But you can do it. It's... it's it's it truly does not matter because you're eventually going to watch your two hour movie or your one hour show or thirty minute show wherever you're watching idiots. Okay, variety. This is from Brian Steinberg, my good friend. TV fans stream video to escape ads. Madison Avenue is racing to catch up. Uh, so it's basically the same exact article. Uh, Heineken really recently built a sponsorship around billion. I'm trying to find a thesis. I'm sorry. As the popularity of streaming video rises, however, the rules about where ads belong seem to be in flux. So this article is just basically, I found this literally 20 minutes before this. Uh, this, is, this is basically trying to uh, realize that, uh, that where, those, where those ads that Netflix is eventually going to have, where it's going to go. And they're going to have them. It's going to happen. Uh, Heineken recently built a sponsorship around billions, the Showtime drama about the crime on Wall Street and crime and Wall Street. Uh, viewers of the CBS-owned service couldn't see it, but users of Roku, the broadband video hub, certainly could. As part of a promotion around the launch of another season of Billions, a Heineken and an ad available on Roku helped viewers unlock the ability to stream the previous cycle of the show, all to build appetites for the fresh episodes. I think that's a pretty smart idea. And this is what they say. This is what Scott Rosenberg, Roku's SVP uh, and general manager of platform business, said about it. If It's like a Showtime free trial brought to you by a brand. Uh, there was, what was it? The, the um, Andrew Tribeca during his first season when 
uh, they, TBS did a 24-hour marathon. It was a live marathon, and you could hang out with Dion Cole and Andrew Vermillion and, and everybody else who's a part of the show, um, Jerry Burns. Uh, <laughs> just name all the bit players and then don't name <laughs> Rashida Jones <laughs> and Steve Carell and Nancy Carell. <laughs> okay. Um, but they had a 24-hour cycle, uh, and if you, if you watch the episodes – there were branded images within the show. Uh, there was a part where Giles and Angie get out of a truck and they're driving a Ford truck and it, uh, a thing pops up, a lower third pops up and it says brought to you by Ford. And that was an ad. That was technically an ad. Um, SNL, Saturday Night Live is, is, has to do ads. Uh, within its show. I think it was like two seasons ago they started this. But they sometimes there's branded content there for, I hate the word content, for Conan, there's uh, sometimes they do ads that are like bits. Um, for SNL, they would they would incorporate, they would do like White Castle. Here's, you know, this. Or like, ah, I'm going to eat this Subway sandwich, you know. And that's the same thing for Conan. Uh, who else? Who am I thinking of? But those are three. Those are three really good. <laughs> All you need is three. All you need is three. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Let's get back to it. TV viewers are flocking to streaming services. Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, blah, 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 blah. And yet Madison Avenue is racing to keep up with them. So it's talking about Hulu's pause ads. Uh, Amazon may not run ads during movies or series on its prime video service, but is serving commercials on a different one. IMDb free dive. Uh, and it's testing ideas on Prime where an interactive ad for Avengers Endgame allow users to get information about the film directly sent directly to an email address. Viacom, seeing the migration of viewers of all stripes to streaming, recently spent $340 million on Pluto TV, which is an ad-free streaming service where you can get uh, basically antenna cable channels or these curated channels. Uh, they're really It's really cool. I actually I downloaded the app yesterday and played around with it. There's a lot of really neat channels on there, a lot of vintage TV. Um, it's re- it's interesting, and it's like hundreds of channels, and there's a lot of stuff that you'd want to watch. It, again, it has ads. Um, it's surging in a huge way, says David Lewinda, TBS's executive VP of digital sales and sales strategy. Everyone is trying to get in this space. To get there successfully, marketers need to work harder, particularly because consumers turn to streaming in part to avoid the glut of commercials found on regular TV. Uh, people complain about all these commercials, uh, and then I hear, like, I hear, I listen to a podcast or recently online, and a lot of people are just talking about, "Oh, did you see that commercial? You see that commercial? You see that commercial?" And I'm always thinking, "Well, I mean, if you're watching commercials, and then this other person is mad because they don't want because they don't want to watch commercials, and they get like a thousand upvotes, then who's?" How are these people accessing commercials? It is view it is via the Spotify premiums. It's via the Hulu's, uh, the the first tier paid. It's via IMDb Free Dive and all these other apps, uh, and Roku and and the ability to because Roku has a free channel. They have a free channel where you can watch movies and shows, uh, good selection of both for free, and and they treat it like a real TV thing, TV network, and I mean, and it has ads on it. There's a whole bunch of numbers here that I just don't want to get into. A bunch of ad numbers. Check it out. <laughs> uh, uh, figures get. It's talking about ad dollars that were spent or earned or whatever. I don't know. 
just check it out. It's fine. This is a good article uh, that talks about advertising. Um, just know that you know nothing's ever going to be easy to easy to watch ever again because we just couldn't handle cable. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to be hard. It's and people are going to revolt and be like you know it's going to be. Uh, when Instagram changed the way it looked, or I remember years ago, years and years and years ago, when uh, Facebook was one of the only, was was like like the biggest one still. It's, it still is the biggest one, but I'm talking about like people used it constantly. Um, and I remember when Facebook did its first redesign, people were pissed. Then its second redesign, people were pissed. Third redesign, people people were pissed. Same thing for Instagram. Uh, you redesign it, people were pissed. They did that twice. Uh, Snapchat. The only the only time that or so anyway so for Instagram and Facebook, uh, or for YouTube for Pocket Cast for all these different things that are redesigned, uh, people say you know there's there's like a, a small contingency saying I hate this this is the worst and I'm going to stop using this service forever, uh, and then <laughs> you know moving forward uh, Facebook Instagram uh, all these uh, uh, Twitter all these redesigned things that are that are being redesigned these apps these services that are redesigned. It's still gonna grow. Uh, there's subscribers all the time. Netflix, the the Xbox app was just changed. Uh, I remember, you know, apps are changed all the time, and people complained about the search bar. And but you're still gonna use Netflix. Uh, the only time I've ever seen it not work was Snapchat. And Snapchat, when it redesigned on Android two redesigns ago people dropped it and hated it and they were like this is the worst that this person the guy hate who created who created snapchat hates android and blah 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 and uh and then we saw a real dip in all users for snapchat which is very interesting i think snapchat's the only time i've ever seen something uh drop like that <sighs> anyway that was a good ad talk uh listen if you like what you heard here why don't you head on the website cpostcomedy.com where oh, <laughs> You know, it's down right now uh, for personal reasons, but it'll be back up hopefully within the next two weeks. Uh, but until then, head on over to youtube.com slash C plus comedy to check out the video version of this podcast as well as news time, which I swear to God is going up today. Uh, news time is a premiere show that usually uploads on uh, Mondays, but you know, recently personal issues. So it's going to be it's uploaded on Wednesday today. Uh, it's a weekly news show, entertainment news show. It's like the Daily Show, except less funny. Uh, take deep dives into news stories. I like it a lot. It's a good show. I love doing it. Um, thank you. Check it out. Follow us on Instagram at Seaplus Comedy, Twitter at Seaplus Comedy, and me on Instagram and Twitter at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Thank you for listening. I very much appreciate it. You're the best around. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>